What's up, everybody? It's Tea Time with Tatiana, your favorite time of the week, and your girl is excited. Do you know why I'm excited? Do you know why I'm excited? Before I tell you why I'm excited, make sure to tell your friends and your family that it is finally tea time, everybody's favorite time of the week, because they get to get the unadulterated truth from this crazy girl who loves Jesus. I'm excited. Let me tell you why I'm excited. Do y'all see this microphone? Do y'all see this microphone right here? Let me tell you, for those of you who are just listening, I'm also recording video tea time this week just to try it out to see how it works. And your girl got a new microphone. Super excited because tea time is about to be the best quality out here. I'm about to be out here interviewing people out here, letting y'all know about these tea, okay? About the topic of the day. Super excited. What's up? Uh, let's get into these updates, y'all. Let me know what your goals are. Let me know what you're crushing. We got some people out here in school. We got some people out here getting promotions, applying to new jobs. We got people out here trying to save their coins, trying to buy houses, trying to pay off their car. That's me all day. Let me tell you, let me know what goals you are crushing, okay? Y'all already know I'm trying to pay my car off. I'm trying to manage these love handles. Sis, I lose this weight. My God, today, listen, let me tell you. So I went to a weight management specialist and so many people were looking at me like I was crazy. Like, girl, why are you in this office? This this is for fat people. Like, <laughs> why are you here? But let me tell you, I need management in every part of my life. Like not just in one section. I mean, I need every part of my life managed. That's the only way I work. I hate, I think smarter, not harder. You know what I'm saying? I'm over here paying this insurance premium every month. I ought to be able to go see a doctor about my weight. Amen. Whether you feel like I'm skinny or not, okay? So that's what we're doing. So I went to see a weight management doctor. He was absolutely amazing. He explained everything so well, so easy. For those of you who are trying to lose weight and they consider your BMI as high as mine, your insurance will probably cover it. And what I love about this is he used a body composition scale. It was not a regular scale. It just manages your um, your weight. It shows you it shows you your fat muscle, your your fat percentage, your muscle mass, and your water weight in your body. So it lets you know what places need to go where. If you need to um, up your strength training, if you need to maintain your strength training, if you need to lose a certain amount of percentage of um, water weight or fat, then that's what that was. So. I was excited about that. He has me on 1,200 calories a day. And let me tell you how, at first I thought that was a lot, but that is not a lot considering like one chicken wing is like 600 calories and then you're like, you're done for the day. <laughs> like, it's crazy. He has me eating six times a day. So that's breakfast, snack, lunch, snack, dinner, snack, which is also a lot. So my boy was like, you want shakes and bars for the first two weeks to help you start off? Heck yeah. I need, I need like a... <laughs> Ready, set, go. I need I need something to help me manage this, okay? Because I like to not be able to think about it. That's why I hate going to the gym. The fact that I got to think about what I'm doing, I can't stand it. Places like Orange Theory is too expensive, but if I could afford it, I would have a membership because I just go in there, I do what they tell me to do, I sweat, and then I leave. But, you know, the Lord is working on me. The Lord is working on me, but he's helping me, teaching me what I need to do in order to meet my goal in the time frame that I want to meet it. He has me working out, obviously, every day of the week, at least 45 minutes with two with two days of strength training because he said that my muscle mass is amazing, so he doesn't want me to, to lose any muscle while I'm trying to lose the fat. So that's my first update. I actually saw the doctor about what I'm trying to do to help me and keep me accountable. I see him every two weeks starting off, so that means if I'm out here wilding out, he's going to know I'm out here wilding out, and I don't like wasting my money. 
So <laughs> your girl is trying her best to look the best that she can because summer 2020, I'm going to be out here living my best life. Amen. All right. So the second thing is I went to see my primary doctor uh, just to establish care because she's new to me. Um, I've never seen her before and I was trying to find a new doctor now that I have new insurance. So I did that and I spoke about anxiety with her. Um, I'm not going to get too far deep into that because that's actually the topic of the day. Well, one of the topics of the day, just talking about life management and how we should use our resources. That's what we're talking about today, if you didn't know. So um, I spoke to I spoke to my doctor about anxiety. She gave me different options like therapy and medication. I didn't decide anything yet, but um, the resources that she gave me was extremely helpful. Um, what else do it can I update y'all? I went to the Refuse to Lose Tour. Philly was the first stop. Okay, Sarah Jake Roberts Refuse to Lose Tour. And let me tell you, if I had an own sis was gonna tear me up like that. I would have just took off the rest of the week. I took off the next day because I just knew like there was just no way I'm gonna be in Philly all night and I'm high on the spirit and then I gotta wake up and go to work at 7.30 the next morning. Yeah, we're not doing that. We're not gonna rush the spirit. So I needed 24 hours to gather my edges between her and Dr. Anita Phillips. Listen, let me tell you, I needed that whole day to, to gather my thoughts because if I had known that I was gonna be feeling like this, I literally would have took off the rest of the week. Like, it was a, an amazing experience between praise and worship, between the question and answers. I mean, it was everything. It was everything. So if anybody wants to front me a ticket to go to Denver for her conference this July, let me know. Cash app is um, money sign Tatiana Samaria if y'all want to sew into my Sarah Jake Roberts conference ministry. Amen. All right. So <laughs> she has some amazing merch. Y'all know I'm a marketing geek. I said that on my story on Instagram. So I was loving every banner she had, all of her merch that she was selling. I loved everything about her conference from a marketing standpoint, from a mental health standpoint, from a ministry standpoint. She really did her thing. And it was just one day. I mean, if I can only imagine her conference like, uh, Jesus help me. So those are my updates. I'm out here shedding this weight, out here managing my anxiety and out here, uh, you know, living my best life, trying to make sure that my spirit is also being fed in the midst of all this craziness. All right. Don't forget, let me know what goals you're crushing. Let me know what you have accomplished this week. Let me know if there's anything I can help you with. If there's anything you can help me with, <laughs> you know what I'm trying to do. If you can, you know, refer me to somebody or do something. If you want to keep me accountable, listen, y'all can do that. Y'all can do that. Y'all listen to this. Listen, I tell y'all this so y'all keep me accountable. Okay. So comment on my page, personal page or at Tea Time with Tatiana or Instagram and be like, yo, sis. How's this 1200 calorie diet going? <laughs> Did you eat your shake this morning? Did you have your snacks today? Did you drink your water? Speaking of water, everyone keeps asking me where I got this. Let me tell you how, I've, this is a gallon. I've been trying to drink a gallon, right? But then when I went to him, he was like, oh, 64 ounces at least, you know, a day, which is half of that. So now your girl fills it up halfway. And then if I can get through that, then I'll fill it up again to see if I can get to a full. So you got a tricky mind out here. You got a tricky mind out here. So this is my favorite jug right now because I can put my lemon right now it's lemon mint and it's a ginger root down here somewhere and ginger in here like I said I fill it up half a day and then if I finish it going throughout the day then I'll um I'll fill it up again but this is my this is my thing I got yellow for my um well gold yellow whatever for my sorority and I'm a Steelers fan so that's the reason why I got yellow um I had another one but it didn't have a straw but I'm a child so <laughs> I need to just show because I'm like, I got to drink this whole thing. And just like, yeah, that's too much. And it's like, man, and it's not cute. Like, girls, we drink out of straws out here. We don't just be, you know, holding old bottles in our mouth. So 
Yeah. So this is the... I got it from Amazon. I don't remember how much it was. I want to say probably between $11 and $15, maybe like $20. I don't remember. Honestly, I don't. But yes. So if you ever want to, you know, manage your water intake, definitely get you one of these with a straw. To me, I feel like it's better and it's easier to um, drink faster when you have one of these. Um, yeah. Versus a water bottle where you just like guzzling that thing down. Like I said, it's not cute in... It's not for me. I need to trick my mind. That's why I drink it through a straw. <laughs> I'm a child. Anyway, so that's that on that. Let's get into these timeline rants. I ain't been on, you know, I've what I've missed, what, two weeks? And a lot has gone on within those last two weeks. So we're going to talk about a few things and then we're going to get into the topic of the day. All right. So I'm going to cover this briefly. I'm not going to go too far into because I don't want people chopping my heads off even though this is my show and I can do what I want and I can talk about what I want. So we're going to get into Dwayne Wade's son briefly. So if you don't know, his youngest son, his name is Zion. He has recently changed his name to Zaya because he feels like he is a female. He feels like he is, um, has, you know, crossed over as being a transgender child. And um, he now is being referred to as Zaya. Okay, if you don't know, Dwayne Wade is married to Gabrielle Union and they're both embracing this change in their son, Zion. Okay, so um, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what to say without like, you know, saying it. Um, So here are my thoughts. Mind you, Zaya is only 12 years old. Okay, I believe he's 12. Um, So I, when I first when I first read this, it, it kind of broke my heart a little bit because when you are that young, my y'all, I'm 27 years old and I'm still trying to figure out who the heck I am, okay? I'm still trying to grasp all that God wants me to do, all that he has called me to be, like what that really means, like what Tatiana Samaria really means, like why did you name me this? Why am I, why do I have anxiety? Why do, like, you know, why are you giving me these thorns in my side and not something else? You know, I'm still trying to figure out who I am. So somebody who is 12, 13, 14 years old, even 16 years old, Yes, you're developing. Yes, you're at an age where you can think for yourself. Honestly, you can be able to comprehend things that I'm telling you. But to make that type of permanent change is what broke my heart because I'm just like, how does nobody see this as a problem? Nobody sees that this is a problem. Nobody wants to dig deeper and figure out, well, why do you feel like you're not a boy? Or why do you feel like I don't know, just just asking other questions, not even just about sexuality, but just to make sure that the child is mentally in a state to make this type of decision. I don't know. And I'm just thinking, like I saw the picture of them from last, I think it was last Christmas. He had on nails in like short heels. And I'm just thinking like, I couldn't get my nails done when I was 12. So it has nothing to do with whether you a boy or a girl. It's just like, you making those type of decisions at 12 when... I could barely go outside at 12. Like, I, I don't know. Parenting is definitely changing in 2020 because I'm just like, listen. And it's not that we don't give our children, and like, I ain't got no kids, so this is just me just talking. But it's not that we don't give our children the freedom of speech and freedom to make certain decisions because at a certain point, you have to. You have to say, you know what? You can go ahead and make this decision. I'm going to let you fall, and I'm going to sit here. And when you come back to me, I'm going to tell you why you knew that that was not a good idea, Right. But this it, to make something that to make something this permanent is what oh, it just I don't know. It just it makes me it doesn't make me mad. It makes me sad more than anything, because I'm just like, God, what? I just want to give her a hug. I just want to give him a hug. I just want to be like, you sure? Like, I don't know. Like and then, of course, 
you know, my spirit kicks in and it's just like, all right, just pray, just pray. Cause what, what else, what else can we do? This ain't my child. And I'm not going to talk about Gabrielle and Dwayne and how they're responding to this because that's none of my business. But I just wanted to speak on the idea that this 12 year old can make this type of decision. I mean, I've seen stories where they said, oh, my five year old likes to wear dresses and he calls himself she. And, and I'm just like, uh, uh-uh. uh, nope. The Bible says train up a child the way they should go. This is the way you need to go because this is how you was born. And I'm, okay, I'm done with this topic because I don't want people to chop my head off. Anyway, so second second timeline ran because we're moving along. Um, So there's a stripper that falls off a pole. Y'all, when I saw this video, when I saw this video, sis wasn't just two inches off the floor, okay? She wasn't just two inches off the floor. She was at least 100 feet. Okay, this pole was high, all right? Sis falls off this pole, and you can clearly see that she hit her head and her mouth, like the side of her face, and she proceeds to, like, keep twerking while she was doing it. You know what I'm saying? So then the outcome was um, she broke her jaw, and you could tell, like, from the after picture, she had, like, scarring, and she had to get surgery and things like that. Um, I saw her and she went on the Wendy Williams show. She got an interview and she told Wendy I had been praying um, basically for like a way out. I had been praying, you know, to figure out, OK, I'm really just doing this to put myself through school. I'm really just doing this to survive. But this is not, you know, I, I'm praying for a way out. This isn't something that I really want to do all along. And then she falls off of this pole. Wendy Williams granted her with money to continue school and so many other people were sewing into her. Um, I think her friend, uh, or I don't know if it's her or her friend, they made a GoFundMe so that she can do school, continue school and to pay for her medical bills. And so many people had backlash. I'm not going to talk about those people because those people are ignorant. Here's what I want to say. First of all, sis could have lost her life. Like if you saw how she fell, uh, brain damage should have been in there somewhere because it like I said she wasn't just two two feet off the ground even two inches two feet off the ground she was not she was so high to the point where the way she fell even if she didn't die she could have had some type of brain damage the fact that she was able to first of all keep twerking let's talk about that <laughs> and second of all continue to talk and continue to think like she like you know what I mean there was no brain damage there was no major reconstruction that she needed I mean she broke her jaw she got surgery and now she's out here living her best life with coins that I don't have I mean I'm not trying to say I want tragedy to happen to me God but you know everybody knows my cash app like <laughs> what's my problem <laughs> like oh Jesus but no I just think how interesting it is and how extreme God is when you pray for something he's like oh you you want to be out this life okay here's what I'm gonna do Boop, I'm gonna knock you right off this this 100 feet pole and listen you better not go back to it after I let you fall either because listen at this point now I'm providing your way for you to go to school I'm providing your way for you to pay for your medical bills so let me tell you something from this point forward you're gonna tell the word about me you're gonna let people you're gonna let them know how I not only saved your life but I provided for you for your life let me tell you when I first literally when I saw this video I was just like Sis literally could have lost her life. Like, this is crazy. All right. So those are my first, um, those are my only two like real updates. I got some music updates because I haven't did this in a while. And I told y'all I'm a lover of juices of music. Hashtag Melody's Apparel. If you don't know, that's my apparel line. Follow us on Instagram. I don't know what's on my arm, y'all. But anyway, so three people who I love dearly that release music. 
I'm going to tell y'all. The first fine young stallion that just released music is Molly Music. Y'all, Molly Music is back. And I can't express how excited I am on this video because then I'm going to seem like a real groupie. And I'm not at all. I just want the Lord to know that he made no mistake at all. Every pore in his skin is perfect. And I just thank God for all the things that he makes well. But anyway, Molly Music is back and his single is called Let Go. And it just, it just, I just, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm just happy that he's back. I'm excited about the new music that is coming up that he's releasing because Molly is my favorite lyricist. Well, one of my favorite lyricists, him, Jonathan Reynolds, um, Kurt Franklin, and Smokey Norfolk, Donnie McClurkin. So people who, their pen, like it's something about their pen that I love. Uh, Ty Delaney, it's something about their pen that I love. And Molly Music is one of them because it's poetic and some people, it takes a while for them to understand. Like the first time I heard Deep Blood Red, I probably had to listen to that song like 10 times to really understand what it was talking about because it's just, it's that. It's not a song where I'm just going to tell you what I'm talking about. I'm going to let you think. And that's what I love the most. So make sure you check out Molly Music, his single, Let Go. Second person is Jonathan McReynolds. Like I said, his pen is crazy. His single is called People. And let me tell you, I could not have wrote this any better. Literally. And, 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 who thinks of stuff like this? Like, I I think about this every day. Like, free me from these people. Save me from these people. And then he writes a song about it. And I'm like, there's no way. I don't know if I could have wrote it like this. But, my God. He did a good job. But anyway, I love it. 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 I love the song. I love what it's about. And it speaks to my life. Because I don't like people, y'all. I don't know if it's my anxiety or if it's just I don't like people. But... People messy out here. And that's what he's talking about. Free me from these crazy people. Free me from these entitled people, these opinionated people. Just free me. And that's what he talks about. All right. Brianna Babinet. That's my other girl. I love her so much. Um, her new single, Build My Life. And um, she also has a cover song, Oceans, coming out, which I'm excited because I love that song. So I'm excited to hear her version. Um, so yeah, those three people. I'm sure there's new music coming out. But those are the three people that I wanted to highlight as far as new music in the gospel um, industry. And I'm super excited, y'all. Um, also, I guess I'll just shameless plug here. <laughs> y'all already know. A year ago, I released my EP called the Tatiana Samaria EP. It was five songs, The Almighty One, Faith Walking, The Light, It's Worth It, and Freedom Reigns. So excited. So, so still excited about that project because so many people who have never heard it before are just now hearing it after a year. And I still get excited when people say, oh my God, Faith Walking is my favorite song. Oh my God, I be jamming to the Almighty One. Oh my God, I love your version of Freedom Reigns. And like, it just makes my heart happy. It really does. Um, the only song on that, on that EP that I did not write is Freedom Reigns. Everything else was something that I wrote. And then recently, just yesterday, I posted a clip of a song that I wrote years ago that I just wanted to share a piece of my heart and I can't wait till God allows me to release it. So yes, that's all about, you know, music for today. Super excited. Um, so let's get into the topic of the day, which is not going to be a long topic, but I think it is much needed to talk about. So um, back to my updates when I was talking about anxiety with my doctor. Um, I wanted to talk about not just anxiety, obviously, but just talk about life management and using the resources that we have to our best ability. Um, and what made me want to talk about this is Dr. Anita Phillips. If you don't know who she is, I need you to go on Instagram right now. Dr. Anita Phillips on Instagram is her name. She also has a website and it is anitaphillips.com. Let me tell you, 
I am, oh, I love this lady so much. She is a minister and she is also a a licensed counselor. Um, So listen, if you need therapy in your life, contact Dr. Anita Phillips. She's based out of Baltimore, Maryland. And man, she has just started, maybe not just, maybe within the last year, started partnering up with Women Evolve and Sarah Jake Roberts and her podcast and her tours. And she brings the mental health aspect of the different things that Sarah Jake Roberts has to offer. And she is amazing. So what made me want to talk about this is at the tour, there was a question posed about anxiety and the girl was just saying like, I didn't want to come here. I wanted to come, but then my anxiety started, you know, acting crazy. I was just going to leave during praise and worship because like, you know, I started to get jittery. My doctor's trying to put me on medication, but I feel like I would be lacking in my faith if I'm relying on medication. I don't know what to do. No one knew that 24 hours before refused to lose, I went to see my doctor for anxiety. So when Dr. Anita Phillips answered this question, I almost ran on that stage. You hear me? I almost ran on that stage. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like she did not have to do what she did to that question. But in a sense, she did because we out here refusing to lose, fighting the enemy, weakening our enemy with every means possible. Okay. So listen, here's what I'm going to read. She spoke about uh, the apostle Paul and how he talks about in Romans seven, how he struggles He struggles between his flesh and what he knows good and well he's supposed to do. So I'm going to read Romans chapter 7 verses 14 through 25 in the New Living Translation just because it's easier to read and I want to make sure you understand what this topic is. Okay, so here we go. Verse 14, Romans chapter seven. So the trouble is not with the law for it is spiritual and good. The trouble is with me for I am all too human, a slave to sin. I don't really understand myself for I want to do what is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. But if I know that what I am doing is wrong, this shows that I agree that the law is good. So I am not the one doing wrong. It is sin living in me that does it. And I know that nothing good lives in me that is in my sinful nature. I want to do what is right, but I can't. I want to do what is good, but I don't. (laughs) I want to do, I don't want to do what is wrong, but I do it anyway. But if I do what I don't want to do, I am not really the one doing wrong. It is sin living in me that does it. Verse 21, I have discovered this principle of life that when I want to do what is right, I inevitably do what is wrong. I love God's law with all my heart, but there is another power within me that is at war with my mind. I'm going to read that again. But there is another power within me that is at war with my mind. This power makes me a slave to sin that is still within me. Oh, what a miserable person I am. Who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death? Thank God the answer is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. So you see how it is in my mind. I really want to obey God's law, but because of my sinful nature, I am a slave to sin. I can just end tea time right there. That's the word of the day. Listen, when I read this, she explained it. And obviously we, I mean, for some of us um, who've read Romans, who know about Apostle Paul and know what he's talking about, who've heard, who's heard teachings and preachings on this subject or on this scripture, you've heard it before, right? But when she explained it in a sense of your flesh and your mind and your brain warring with each other, it kind of threw me under a bus. I ain't gonna lie. I was just like, what is happening? Because we, we read this and we're like, okay, yes, this, this is what happens when you are a slave to sin. 
And this also happens when you are a slave to your flesh, when your flesh overrules your spirit, man, when your flesh is literally telling you what to do and you're trying so hard. I love God's law. I love his spirit. I love his obedience. I want to do all that he called me to be. I want to do all that he called all that he wants me to do, but I just can't. And when I, when she said it, this has been my life for the last, I'm going to try not to cry. This has been my life for the last year. So when she said it, and when I came home and I read the scripture in the new living translation, it was like me reading a prayer to God it was like me even though I didn't write it it was like yo what is happening so she spoke on the idea of medication right because the girl was saying if I feel like if I take medication it would be me not believing in God and me not having trust in my faith right or not relying on my faith rather and she was just saying like first of all This is what Paul is talking about. He's talking about there's another power between his mind and his, your mind and your brain is not the same thing. Your flesh and your spirit is not the same thing, right? Just think of your mind as your soul. Think of it as something that um, is a piece of you that you want God to control, right? But between your mind or your soul, however you want to look at it, your mind and your brain is not the same thing. So in order for me, to do what God has called me to do and be able to be obedient to what he's called me to do and not have to keep thinking back and forth and worrying and having anxiety and having depression and having this, I'm going to get my flesh in order. I'm going to get my brain in order. So what success? She was like, let me tell you something. Where the prescription at? Because if if this is what it takes for me to to get control of my flesh, to get control of my brain in order for me to flourish spiritually, let me tell you something. What are my options? <laughs> What are my options? And that's what I'm telling you. Even if it's not medication for you, even if it's not therapy for you, what I was just talking about weight management, we refuse to use the resources around us because we feel like it's going to make us look a certain type of way. It's going to make us feel like we don't have trust in God. But let me tell you something. God put every single doctor, every single medication that we are using, right? Everything on this earth to help us. So why not? Why not? Why not? Literally, why not? I want, this is what I want to talk about today. Flesh management, life management, spiritual management, management in general. We have to get our lives. We have to make sure that we are using the tools that God has given us to the best of our ability. And if medication is what that takes to get your brain and your flesh in order, sis, go get that prescription. Go tell your doctor, listen, I'm going to get this thing in control because it's not going to continue to rule me. It's not going to continue to rule my life. It's not going to continue to allow me to to go outside and act like I don't want to be around people. No, I'm going to get this thing in order. So if you're depressed, if you have anxiety, if you feel like your weight is overtaking you, use all the resources that you have. Listen. Jesus in therapy is a thing. Jesus in medication is a thing. Jesus in the gym is a thing. Jesus in weight loss pills is a thing. Jesus in, let me tell you, all of these things are are a thing. If we are making sure that we are having, if we are making sure that we have authority over our flesh, because we don't, we're not supposed to be fly, fighting in this anyway. <laughs> we're not supposed to be fighting with our brain. We're not supposed to be fighting with our body. We're not supposed to be fly, fighting against flesh and blood. We are supposed to be fighting against principalities, against spiritual wickedness in high places. That's what Ephesians 6 said. And it says to make sure that you have on the armor of God. And that's in the spiritual realm. But let me tell you something about the natural. We have to make sure that we are having control over our flesh. Our flesh will no longer rule over our lives. Okay. And I'm, I'm saying that 
For real, I'm declaring that. Our flesh will no longer rule over our lives. Your brain will no longer be able to tell you the things that it's telling you. Why? Because God is in the midst. And if it takes you, you know, popping that pill to manage your anxiety, manage your depression so that the Lord can, so that you can understand what God is truly telling you and be in a better mental state, sis, go get that prescription. Period. Hashtag that's what Dr. Anita said. Because you got some people out here preaching the gospel and on medication. You got some people out here leading praise and worship and on medication. Let me tell you. I mean, that's like a person who needs surgery saying, I'm not going to go to the doctor and get this surgery because God's going to heal me. Okay, sis. Yeah, through that doctor. I go get that surgery. <laughs> like, this is a flesh thing. This is a flesh thing. God helps us. God helps us fight things that are in the spirit, but we have to be wise about fighting things within our flesh. Let me tell you, y'all. I, she tore me up with this one. She really tore me up with this one. And I had to really think in my heart and think in my mind, like, yo, God, you really want us to be out here using our resources. You really want us out here. Like we, my people perish for lack of knowledge. And that's just, that's not just knowledge of the gospel. That's knowledge in general. We do not want to use our resources. We don't want to reach out to people. We don't want to learn from others. We want to just sit here and be out here and do what we want. And that's not what God calls us to be. It says to be anxious for nothing, but to pray about everything. And if anxiety is what's keeping you a hold from praying, if anxiety is keeping you from, you know, living your best life, being out here, being social, meeting new people, listen, I'm not the one to push medication on people because I even told my doctor no, but at least try therapy, at least try talking to someone, at least try Try something, even like I said, it doesn't have to be an anxiety issue. Whatever the thing is that you are constantly warring with, like I said, whether it's your weight, anxiety, depression, whatever it is, attention deficit. I mean, ADHD, listen, if if you notice that this is an issue, go see your doctor. Go see your doctor. You never know what your doctor would say. You never know what opportunity is out there. And even and I know you don't want to feel like, oh, I ain't that crazy. I don't got them type of problems. I get it. But let me tell you something. We are not out here trying to fight against our flesh. If there's something out there that can help us get our flesh in order and be like, nah, sis, you, tell all your emotions, calm down. Calm down because I need to focus on my spirit. I need to focus on my God. I need to focus on my savior. And what you're not about to do is sit here and tell me that I'm not worth it and sit here and tell me that I'm worrying too much and sit here and tell me I'm not going to be here in five years and I can't do this and I can't do that. Yeah, that's what you're not about to do. So here's what we're about to do. We're about to control these emotions today and you're going to have your merry way while I can have my merry way with my Jesus. Amen. Listen, that's the topic of the day. Use your resources. We out here trying to manage our weight. We out here trying to manage our mind. We have to get better. We have to get better at using the resources around us. And church is not our only resource. Let me tell you that right now. It is not our only resource. Yes, it'd be amazing if every church had a therapist in it, if every church had a counselor, if every church, you know, had these things. But some of that don't. And you can't go to your pastor for everything. I mean, if he's a counselor, cool. But you can't go to him for everything if he don't know how to specifically um, handle something that is a practical issue. I mean, I mean, if he's cool, if he can help you financially, if he, cool, that's cool. But if you feel like there is nobody, um, I would say in your church that can really help you with what you're dealing with, then go, go to the world. There's financial advisors, there's weight management specialists, there's therapists, there's counselors, there's doctors that can prescribe medication. I mean, church is not always 
The answer, I mean, notice I said church, not Jesus. Church is not always the answer. That's all I have for today. That's all I have for today. I'm going to share three more scriptures that speaks about anxiety. Proverbs 12, 25 says anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down, but a good works makes him glad. First Peter five and seven says, cast all your, all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. And last but not least, Philippians chapter four, verse six to seven, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Amen. I am so excited. I never end this podcast off with prayer, but I'm going to end it today because it is the last episode of season one. And because this is a heavy topic, I want to make sure that everybody understands how important this is. So here I am. I'm going to pray us out. Like I said in the beginning, don't forget to um, like us on or follow us on Instagram at Tea Time with Tatiana. You can um, follow my page as well at Tatiana Samaria on Instagram. Share with your friends and family who need to hear something like this. Um, share it with them. Let them know Tea Time is here, your favorite time of the week. I'm excited. Um, there's going to be a guest on the first three episodes of season two. So I'm super excited about this. All right, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we thank you so much for this day. Thank you for waking us up. Thank you for getting us to work. Thank you for getting us home from work. Wherever we are listening to this podcast, God, I thank you so much for whoever the soul that is listening to this, God, that needs help, that needs um, help managing their life, needs help managing their anxiety, their depression, their weight, God. I ask that you throw at them the resources that they need to use. Help them to understand that it is okay to not just have Jesus sometimes, but sometimes we need a doctor. Sometimes we need a therapist. Somebody. Sometimes we need somebody to talk to. So God, I ask right now that you just bless that soul that is listening to this, that needs your help, God. Give them all that you can give them, all the resources, all the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding to make the right decisions. God, we love you and we thank you so much. And we thank you for always being there for us, for all being the peace in our life, God, like that surpasses is understanding for being everything that you are to us God for being such a good good father for being a great friend for being an awesome counselor the reigning champion of our life God we thank you so much for all that you do for us and we love you and we thank you and we praise your name in Jesus name I pray amen I love you friend peace out